wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the phone while Scotty's talking Way too long, got time to smoke one more Taking the message to the people now Keep smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down What's up, waking and baking, getting distracted, getting close to the cup, getting yeah. ready to party down. Good Hell kind of yeah. distractions, I mean, real good distractions. A couple, oh, couple yeah, last-minute cool developments I'm excited about. Yeah. I'm a, a, a part of me is an event, event planner at heart. So I think it's because I like to throw parties in high school and shit and whatnot, you know? I just used to like to skip school, go back to my house. Is that a call to party? I guess. If you're watching the video show, you'll see my shirt here. Uh, it says dyslexic stoner, free drug school zone sign. And my daughter this morning would not leave me alone. What does that mean? Nuh-uh, you wore that? Dude. Uh, I'm like, I didn't wear it to, like, I had a hoodie, uh, you know. I right. had a uh, right. Cypress Hill hoodie on over it when I dropped her off, right? You should be like, you have to be dyslexic for it to make sense. Sorry. I just, is that morning rush. I'm like, I don't have time. I'll explain after school. Like, just trust me. It's fine. It's not what you think it is. It's only seven. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, the, the t-shirt our- on top of my pile is the I suck at apology, so go and fuck yourself. And I, I always have to <laughs> pass by that one. It's no, not it that says it's not fuck the- yourself or whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah all right well you guys token on this morning i'm on the same old until it's gone morning hit man my lemon g heavy sativa lemon g hash made by nick kicking it what do you got you know what i don't know exactly what i'm smoking but guru came in and uh, he borrowed the 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 what the source pro source, I took the, the source turbo, source by turbo. okay man we gotta get good at that anyway we took the hash machine home and we he made some dabs and they're fucking delicious man now why are yours different yours came out different lighter than mine and yours was like crumble kind of cookie crumble. i uh the entire anytime uh any of the alcohol was in contact with plant material or keef i made two different ones one was a run of keef and one was run of uh just flour like pure nug nice um anytime alcohol was in contact with that stuff it was all had all been cooled with uh dry ice so So well well below freezing so Mm. there was there was almost no uh actually the buds were froze i froze the alcohol got the alcohol super cold froze all the bud in dry ice and then then went to actually do the extraction did that filtered it three times um yeah, and then ran ran the machine out in the garage at nighttime so that it was actually pretty cold. So that all being said, being that I'm not experienced with this thing, all that time and effort, and, and it's fun to do a passion. Don't get me wrong. It's not just about, oh, how much time before it's not worth it. Sure. Like, it's still worth it to you to do that at the price point. Like, you're saving money. It doesn't take too much time where it's obnoxious versus just going and buying it recreationally. I got a 58% yield off the Keef. Um, oh. did did a half ounce of it. So I mean that's that's on par with any of the other extraction methods I know of. Yeah, it's getting- yeah, but that's Keith too. What about flour? I want to say right I, I right around twenty, maybe eighteen. Okay, okay. I mean, don't forget, it's not like you have to sit there and blast cans of butane, you know, outside or something like that. You basically press the button on this machine, and you're going, you're done. How you know? clean do you think then? I mean, is end product like zero residuals of? solvent or zero ppm of alcohol zero once you uh i mean at the end you have just the crucible of like almost liquid oil and there's still a little bit of alcohol in that you pour it off onto a mat and spread it out really thin and then just have a fan over it and it i mean that dries it out and gets all the alcohol to evaporate from it so there's no no residual that i can taste at all I mean, I haven't had to save me some for in studio. I got to get my shit saturated for the cup coming up. So I'm ready to roll. Yeah. We're going to video you getting your shit saturated. (laughs) That is fine, guys. That's in the show notes here. um, Extractcraft.com. Coupon code dude over there. If you want to pick up one of these (laughs) fine machines. So yeah. Yeah. Cool stuff. Just uh, new new supporters of the show that have a legit product that we're using and we're really impressed with. So this is very organic. So the DGC smoking on Instagram hashtag dude bro show. Frosty McNuggets. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at an amnesia, amnesia haze. Two weeks left. Smells like sugary vanilla and slightly rotten fruit. As long as it's not fully rotten fruit, I'm probably down. Yeah. Nice. But when you're smelling cannabis, you let other, like, if that smell was on something else, you might be like, you know, uh, I don't know. But yeah, since it's a cannabis dank. flower. That's the dankness. You're man, like, right? oh, dude. Mm-hmm. So, like, if a cannabis, if you had just this beautiful, triked out flower that just smelled like, 
you know, a bull dog shit, but uh, it wasn't a bull uh, dog shit. Your brain might trick you, right? <laughs> I don't know. You might be like, that's the dang. I'd be concerned what terpenes are going on there, man, what they're expressing. Uh, anyway, good job there, Frosty McNuggets. Thanks over on Instagram, hashtag Dude Gross Show, hooking up some dank nugs. I didn't see any over on Dude Gross kicking, so, man, IG, everybody's doing the IG until they go through the FB problems. Ah, uh, man. Doesn't FB own IG? I don't know, man. Just grow with your RC. All right, so... Executive producer today. Come on. Producer, who you got? You know, I'm going to give it up to the folks that gave me (laughs) these two videos right here. You see them? You see, wait, this one is, hang on. I got Evil Bong 420. These just showed up in the mail yesterday. Just random Amazon packages. No, uh, you know, no note or anything. Evil Bong 420 and Evil Bong with Tommy Chong. And I guess they're like. They're DVDs? They're DVDs. I guess they're like, you know, like slasher kind of horror film. Kind of goofy. Chainsaw Massacre meets Cannabis. Yeah, it looks like (laughs) it, man. Tommy Chong looks like he's almost got a chainsaw in his hand right there, man. It's it's weird. But uh, these are. Mr. K. KDK? Yeah, for KDK and Mr. KDK. They and when can I use your real name? Damn it! But uh, they called called me up and uh, we're like, "Did you get the the gifts we sent you?" I just started laughing my ass off. So we'll be we'll be watching these uh, when we're hanging out Friday or Sunday, whenever we're hanging out before or after the DGC Cup. We'll, we'll be laughing at those. I'm sure I'll throw them on the big screen. Do you know is the KDK and Mr. KDK able to make it out? Or are they too busy being uh, live from Little House on the Prairie now? They, yeah, they have, they have uh, all sorts of uh, pregnant animals and all that stuff, so they will not be making it out right now. But as soon as, soon as all the pregnancies are over, they're going to come out, and we'll be all. See, that's like out. I mean, that's the beauty of like whatever homesteading or trying to even if you're semi homesteading. I mean, the negative thing of that is. The more you got going on, man, sometimes the more strapped down you are, unless like you got whatever warehouse guy hanging out, taking <laughs> care of biz. But I, I you know, the more friends. animals you get, the more responsibilities you get. I've thought about getting beehive. I've thought about getting chickens. I thought I'm like, then, then when you go out of town, you got to somebody, you got to have somebody that has your back, basically more living shit or have more. very redundant systems. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to get called from your <laughs> yeah. neighbors, man. We've all gotten those calls from your neighbors. You know, the dog is in the yard again. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking about coming up because we're hanging this Friday at your spot. Aren't we doing the uh, Growers Roundtable table this Friday? Yes, we are. Something like that, oh, sir. The so Growers like, Roundtable, you know, yes, sir. Maybe I'll roll up there and stay at Scotty's and just stay at my little travel trailer out back. And I'm Come like, on. wait a minute. I don't even think I can park it in there because the goats own that territory. They probably they, uh, can, they can jump up on a, a truck, right? Oh, dude, I got the goat on the forklift today. It looked like he was driving the thing, man. Yeah, see, <laughs> Scotty lets the animals run the farm in a comedic way. Ah, it's good stuff. All right, so executive producer Katie K, Mr. Katie K, right on. Sorry we'll miss you this year, um, and good luck on all the uh, shit you got going on. I'd love to come out and visit sometime. <laughs> oh, man. Are right, we getting into it or what, man? We've got to laugh. It's a little Instagram. Laugh yes. at you, basically. <laughs> we got good. it here on Instagram. Do you like to laugh? <laughs> Gotti or real growers put up a picture that said headed to hemp fest. Hope everyone is iry <laughs> and ready to go. Yeah, I was psyched, man. It was the early morning, man. Saturday, a whole day to myself. I'm headed to hemp fest. This is good. And all and I then, got was my balls busted about how bong how dirty the bong water was, dude, man. Michael Grow caught you first, and I commented before. <laughs> He even did. I'm like, Scott, clean that bong water. Like, it's yeah, I have two identical bongs, man. I meant to pull out the, the cleaner one. This is my cleaner mm-hmm. one. OK, mm-hmm. but fuck you. I smoke out of them every goddamn day. All right, man. They get dirty. That's like two days uh, bong water, you know? Uh, it's not a high volume uh, bong either. I mean, that shit gets dirty quick. Yes, man. You ever hear the screw you for judging me? That's my next T-shirt. man. <laughs> Guys, uh, before we get into what's growing on, man, Cup is this weekend, Saturday. Tickets are still available up until the day of, maybe, morning of. It might cut off Friday night, I think. Right. Uh, but we'll let you know. We've got some things in the works. We'll see. Uh, we might have some more peeps coming and another crew and whatnot, but we'll keep you filled in here. And otherwise, DGC Cup at Gmail. Everything's pretty much lined out. I think we almost have all our competitors. Please, if you want to compete, get registered now so I have an idea of what's going on and keeping this. I'm, I'm beating the stereo, you know, the stereo. Yeah, <laughs> I'm beating the stereo, stereo stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> the stoner stereotype over there. Shout out to Cecile. She always likes working with our crew because uh, we're keeping our shit together, man. They're throwing a great little cup. Yeah, so. we were having a really good time with it. All I'm right. Very so, excited for this. Getting into what's growing on. Yes, sir. Brought to you by, brought to you by, since you guys mentioned it works well on them, Source Vapes. I was actually just hitting 
Uh, my source up this weekend at Loveland. I had the Orb 3, and I learned when traveling with the Orb 3 while snowboarding, you should take the battery off. I mean, when you have those tumbles and shit, um, you know, keeping that separate works well. But the reason I Orb had it. Orb 4, man. The Orb 4 is a short and stubby one that works for snowboarding. Uh, okay. Yep. Yeah, I just, well, they keep working, so yep. and you just keep buying parts. But anyway, the uh, my wife was out of, uh, she was uses the Pax Pen every once in a while before yoga. And uh, the cartridge. Why does that I, I, seem like such a fucking stereotype? Like something that should be on Portlandia. You know, she's bit. in the V Dub, hitting her Pax Pen before yoga class, eating but some she, eating uh, some tabbouleh. It's just so discreet, and you don't smell at all. And I was like, yeah, those cartridges are like freaking sixty bucks for uh, you know, on the rec side, right? So I was like, wait a minute, you know, JR had left me some great cookie crumble. I forgot what he called it. It's like dry ice sift mixed with some goo and it works great in the pen. I'm like, take this. And I was like, dude, what are you been buying these $60 refills? Now we got the, you know, the source craft rocking. Like, I feel like I'm beating the system a little. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I have to, I have to pick some of that up from you guys though. So I can put in there, check out their site guys, source vapes. I think they're having a 420 sale. We have coupon code dude over there. Much appreciated if you pick up a pen or a part or a battery or they got all kinds of shit. So been around <laughs> for a long time. Source vapes. Check them out. Dot com dot com. Yes. All right. What's going on? Hey, man, I got something right off the bat. And so our old bunny, our old buddy, I'll call him Jimmy and hope I don't screw up his, his real name just in case, man, because he's very current. My buddy down in South Florida works works at a strip club. He's worked at a strip club for, for as long as I've known him and I've known him for 20 years. I think it's basically his only job, you know, that, that he's ever had. I think he started when he was young and, and he's just worked his way up. He's almost 50 now. He told me he's 48 now. And he's Is still Jimmy coming out for the cup. Uh, Jimmy is not able to come out for the cup, man. He, he would like to. He'll come out probably. Uh, he'll come, you know, he'll be out soon, man. But he was just telling me, he was like, you know, man, I'm banging three hot strippers and uh, all they want me to do is coke all night and I'm exhausted. He's like, you know what? I never thought I'd have to quit that, but I finally had to quit doing that, man. And I was just like kind of laughing. I'm like, you know, he's been doing, he does have a job where. Well, this, like you said, he's almost 50 now, right? So yeah. I mean, shit doesn't keep rolling. Or you just get tired of it you know he says he's not really tired of it but he thinks he might die (laughs) (laughs) but it was just funny i I wouldn't have thought that you could actually get tired of uh you know of of banging hot strippers and uh and doing a bunch of coke but yeah it really is just one of of those i who would have i would think without even thinking almost it is one of those things i just want to talk about it that's a fallacy man yeah you definitely can yeah that's one of those things where the grass is always greener you know and i I just i just thought it was funny and then i started thinking about um he actually got busted so i can actually talk about it but homie got busted in a 20 lighter you know and it was uh a couple years you know i think he he was doing it for maybe a couple years or something like that and it had been great years of his life where he didn't have to work in in the strip club and he wasn't exposed to any kind of hard drugs or anything. He just grew his own really good quality weed, smoked it, made good money. He's like a health guy. So he's able to eat real healthy, work, had plenty of time to work out and really treat his body well. And those couple years until, you know, it turns out, uh, I guess, you know, the power burnt out and I guess, um, yeah, I guess when you burn out the power in a neighborhood, it's kind of a big crime. You know, especially if you're not in the cesspool of South Florida. So he actually got in a really whole lot of trouble. But until that time, man, his life was fucking good, man. It was the best living, you know, best couple years of living he's ever done was while, yeah. while growing cannabis and participating in that black market. So now he's back to earning a regular paycheck, you know, and actually doing what the government wants him to do. He's essentially killing himself, you know, he's drinking himself and partying himself to death, man. And then the government's just fine with it, man. It's fucking well, weird. he wouldn't have the other job either way. If the government was fine with growing cannabis, there wouldn't be the black market growing job there either, you know? Um, you know what, man? He actually set up a bamboo nursery in this backyard, you know, as a cover, as a decoy, and was starting to do, I was teaching him how to do bamboo, and he was starting his own little business that went to shit when they busted him. Uh, he wasn't always going to need to grow. He was learning how to grow. And from there, he was a health food nut. I'm, you know, he's learning how to run his own internet business. Uh, there was a lot of things he was learning how to do that got stomped when he had to go through, you know, got put on probation, thrown in jail. And uh, the only job he could get was, you know, beating people up at a strip club after that, man. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't sound like the, uh, the, yeah, the strip club job was wear your soul a little bit after a while. It absolutely does. And this is a really cool friend, a great, nice person. 
Oh, I know, ha- Jimmy. I know, Jimmy. Yeah, that has a soul. And I'll call you up every now and again and tell you about it. I'll be like, man, it's so weird being here, man. It's so weird having to do this, trade this for money. He goes, it's everybody, you know, people think it's a dream to work around naked chicks that are, you know, whatever, loose naked chicks. And he goes, it sucks. <laughs> you know, because I'm there. Yeah, your dream becomes a nightmare, you know. I've never dreamt about hanging out with strippers and doing coke, though. That, to me, sounds sure. like a nightmare. It, oh, oh, come Florida, on. Scotty. Yeah, it's, unfortunately, <laughs> I've seen it, <laughs> you know. Anyway, I thought it was really interesting, man. Interesting yeah, conversation. Interesting to see how other people live in different ways of life and, you know, job pass. And some people have never leave them because you can feel trapped. You can feel stuck. You don't take the leap. Um, I mean, it comes down to, and I'm not saying everybody can do it, but for Jimmy, maybe when's he going to put his foot down? You know, he did. He actually has. He's talked to me about it, man. Yeah. Or you say, just break it. Just come out to Colorado, man. I do. I try to help him out, man. You know, you try to be friends and you know, good friends to your, your good friends. Jimmy has been there for me, man. For sure. All right. All right. Well, hopefully Jimmy will be out of the industry and Irie in the garden again soon. Indoors will <laughs> <over> out. <laughs> nice, man. Nice. All right, dude, man. Follow me on this, man. Can we can we have a conversation, man? There's something I've been thinking about and I was hoping to sort it out with some, some of my good friends, man. Cool. Get people. Talk- yeah. 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 Bring it, yeah, man. I just, you know, sometimes things are frustrating. You know, I was just bullshitting with guru. I'm like, I'm 20 mm. years older than guru, but Man, I mean, I have more experience, but emotionally, I don't know that I'm really that much more mature. You know what I mean? It's just that I, you have more experience. So you kind of walk around and you kind of look at, uh, at at the way things unfold in life. And I scratch my head, man. Like that TV really does make me scratch my head, man. You know, it's been long enough. I've turned it off. I uh, listen to the audiobooks or I listen to a podcast or a lot of music now. And so it's like uh, I don't really miss TV anymore. When I turn it on, it gives me the feeling like, what the fuck is going on like this <laughs> did how long have i been away you know yeah so anyway i felt i wasn't feeling good yesterday i was like really tired man so i just listened to my body in the middle of the day took a nap okay and I put on the Kiss the Ground Audible book. And it's talking about, you know, I wake up to a spot where it's talking about uh, Sir Albert Howard, who's like the father of basically organic agriculture, and J.I. Rodale, who's another one that took out Howard's ideas. And I guess he's, a, you know, an organic agriculture leader. And they developed these techniques to, uh, basically uh, derived from the East, you know, where they did regenerative farming. They actually, you know, used mulch and composts and they kind of made their own fertilizers. It, it didn't require buying much you know? Yeah. And I got up and I looked around, I just woke up and I went and get, get a glass of water in the kitchen. I looked around at the just mound of purchased goods, you know, everything is in a box and wrapped in plastic. And I'm just like, you know, I'm like, holy shit, how the fuck did we get here, man? You know, it just made me kind of, you know, just waking up, you got a fresh perspective. And I just kind of asked myself that question, man. I just kind of thought about it for a second. I kind of wrote down some of my thoughts, man. I thought maybe we could bullshit about them. Deal deal. All right. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking about the old way, the Eastern farmers, right? The, like the old Japanese farmers, they would cycle things. They would grow rice and they would grow like buckwheat and it would, you know, they would cycle so they could always get their, you know, uh, keep their soils in check and to keep it so that they were always healthy and, and working. Right. I'm thinking like Korean natural farming techniques and that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And then start thinking of how like, Okay, so I watched this video this weekend that was all about, basically it was called, what was it called? The Century of Self. This guy, Mark S., hooked me up with it. One of the old, one of the producers from the Dude Grow Show hooked me up with it, man. I watched it and it explains how like the past hundred years has become like, uh, it's really become like the government's job to encourage consumerism, to, co- to encourage us to buy stuff. Because when we buy stuff, it builds the economy, you know? So if I'm thinking like, even like after uh, 1929, the stock market crashed and all of a sudden the government became super willing to work with big business. They were like, okay, yo, let's make sure we can stimulate the economy. So we have some control over it. So, so it doesn't just fall apart like it did, man. And it was like right about then where like psychology started entering into it. Uh, this guy was named Edward Bernays, a Sigmund Freud's nephew. He shows up and starts applying psychology. Uh, it, it, basically in the field, basically it's propaganda. Propaganda. He calls it public for his nephew. Yep. Yep. Old Uncle Siggy hooked him up, man. He's got he and this guy like the birth of propaganda. You know, public relations happens right afterwards. Marketing happens right afterwards. And it's just like the moment where science, politics and consumerism all kind of meld together, you know, and you realize the money, uh, the government wants you spending their money because the, you know, GNP is how they measure their success. 
you know, how much shit you buy is how they measure success. You know, they want you buying things. And so it seems like they become masters of getting you to buy more and more, man. And it seems like this video is really cool where they were like, yo, we want you to buy more and more. That's the, the, the mode, you know, that's, that's the goal of these last hundred years is to get you to buy more, but we don't want you to be happy. We just want to get you to, so if you want to buy, if you buy something and you're happy, if you go buy your fucking dream car and you never want to buy another car again, we fucked up. We need to get you buying your dream car every two years, you know, with a lease. And it was yeah, just, they start making shit less durable like that. Yeah. And they, they, but what they really start doing <laughs> is making you want more things, man. So it's, it's not like, you know, you just wanted to, uh, I just want to be remembered as a good person or I want to be a, you know, a pious person or whatever. It's, it's no, I want to have, you know, a yacht bigger than my neighbors or a house bigger than my neighbors. They get you wanting things, man. And, uh, I don't know. It just became really interesting, man. It just became, it was really interesting what, what they were saying about just, uh, they got everybody thinking about themselves, you know, it's kind of the mentality shifted from like, Hey, we're working to, you know, for the greater good of man or for the government to build America. And now, you know, now it's just like, no, you're working for yourself, man. You got to get well, yours, yeah. man. This is because the modern, you know, technology things is uh, whatever power refrigeration, all that you don't have to be used to be in. If you wanted to survive more than likely you'd prefer or had to be part of a tribe. Um, because it's very important to work together to achieve, you know, the greater good for whether it's eating or protection or shelter or whatever. And that's not the case anymore. You can buy all that shiz. Agreed, man. So now it's just, you know, he who dies with the most toys wins, you know, that was my father's generation, you know? So it's, it's just weird, man. It just leaves the door wide open to convince you the next new thing to buy is the thing that's going to satisfy your next whim, you know, that's going to make you feel better. It's just fucking weird. I, like I said, once you once it's working, I see these people, man. They're like, oh, I'm bored. I'll go to the mall and buy something, you know, or I'm bored. But the old lady who's bored turns on home shopping club so she can talk to the woman that takes her credit card. You know what I mean? Uh, it's fucking true, though, man. Yeah. You just got to go through the basic process of, you know, it's hard, hard for me at times whenever there's things out there, whether it's your thinking you need, like, like I think, oh, man, maybe I need a newer van. It sure would be nice and then i'm like good get all mind fucked in my head do i need that um do you need this go through the process of what you need why you need it how long will it make you pleasurable like people all you know everybody's gone through the been in the dumps or whatever now even more now and they just hop on amazon they can you know order a nice piece of clothing or some shit and um you know feel better and it's a short-term fixed thing that kind of thing it's super easy to do obviously but agreed, i man. feel you and just bringing it back to agriculture so that's why it doesn't make why the fuck would anybody promote why would a politician or a city promote regenerative agriculture why would they try to show you how to compost and and uh and feed your own lawn when they really gets their success is measured by how many chem lawn companies can bill out and and uh and give them what six percent or seven percent tax you know tax base on what they sell you know the the city and all the government really just gets a piece of what you sell so they want you to sell a bunch of crap man even if you don't need it it just got me thinking you know it's good to get thinking <laughs> otherwise you just sit there and don't think you know, it, that's what the go ahead. i was just gonna say if you don't buy anything then fucking the main input's labor you know and then what happens if i'm working on if, my, if me and my neighbors all have these farms and everybody's growing beautiful produce and somebody's growing awesome weed do i really have to go into town that much man no, no. Well, it, we've adapted to have some different tastes in this day and age. Like I said, with you know, uh, mass, you know, like sushi. You know, how do example. I know about sushi unless I see it on TV? I, I hear you. <laughs> you know, sushi restaurant. But- Right. Right. Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying though, a lot of this stuff, these, I never wanted sushi before back in the seventies, people never wanted or needed sushi, I think. And then it came, it showed up and then they kind of cultivated this want where they're like, Ooh, did you hear what they're doing in California? They ate raw fish over there. Whoa, crazy. You know, but it, it's just interesting because do politicians need, well, God bless you, brother. Um, politicians did need, God I, just bless me. I, I heard like uh, $10 million for a Senate seat is what it costs to run a legitimate campaign. And think about it, man, you need a tax base for that. If you're going to telling everybody, grow your own food, man. And, you know, basically, uh, 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 you know, you should be, be sustainable. You don't really have to participate in the economy all that much. That's a terrible message for a capitalist, man. That shit ain't going to work, right? All right, all right. 
Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, there is a whole, but people have been doing this circle farming for thousands of years, man. And there's a, you can grow amazing cannabis, vegetables, food, uh, you know, lawn, flowers, all that stuff with the, what comes out of the ground by just recycling what comes out of the ground and fermenting it. And it's fucking cool. And I'm going to learn about it a bit, man. I'm reinvigorated to learn this kind of stuff. Might even Google yeah, Korean natural people, farming tonight. This is always the type of year I, I shake my head a little. Some of the neighbors are throwing down their, this is step two of my four part Scott's program. Right. That's not, it's turf builder now, or no, it's spring something or crab grass preventer. Or I'm out there and I got my, and I did more research. I got my 40 pound bag of coop poop, um, great MBK all around <laughs> vegetable gardens, lawn, whatever, throwing it. I mean, my wife's like, where do I do? I'm like, just put it in the spreader and put it on everything. You know, that's why it's cool. It'll, it's got good microbes in it as well. We could use it for bushes, landscape trees, tomatoes, everything. Um, but it is actually just FYI, cause you did ask me this and, you know, a little bit of grow in here. Sure. Um, it's from Pearl Valley farms and this cat, Dave Thompson. Uh, it's one of the country's only self-sustaining egg farms. Um, they have a whole page on their sustainability. Um, and they said they, they, they do the, uh, I, I believe I was pronouncing, pronouncing it wrong last time. I'll probably get it wrong. You know, that's aerobic, I believe. Aerobic. Aerobic. But there's no R there. Is that how you sell it? Okay. We'll go with aerobic indoor air dry composting process. But anyway, aerobic um, just means cool. with air. What's that? Aerobic just means with air. Oh, word, word. Yeah. But to answer that, one of the country's only self-sustaining, uh, which is pretty cool, actually. I'm going to learn more about this company and <laughs> see if we can get them on the show, man. Diversify our guests. We haven't had a guest in a bit, but I guess we're going to have a guest tomorrow while we're on the subject. Uh, shout out, guys. Uh, we're not going to be getting to a grow talk today. We've been busy prepping for the cup and all that jazz. Moby Dill be hanging out in studio, though. Yeah. I think we'll do a grow talk in studio with Moby Dill. Have some fun with that shit. Um, and then as we progress in the week here, uh, we might, we're definitely going to still be getting a show out here and there, but uh, grow talk will be coming back strong again after the cup. Shit's getting busy around here, and I don't want to get distracted enough to where I get stressed out, man. So <laughs> I won't get stressed out. I'm just fucking playing. I'll be good. Nah, hey, dude, can I, if you're stressed out, you know, I happen to have seen some of those commercials when I walked out yesterday, there were six commercials that hit me 15 seconds each, man. That hit me right in my face when, right when I woke up, man, where at on the TV, on the TV, when I walked outside, I took a nap and I woke up and I was listening to my, my kiss the soil book or whatever it's called. And I, I, I uh, woke up and walked outside and my wife was doing something, but the TV was on and Henry's hard water was on. It's the same water you like, but with alcohol, (laughs) I was like, what is that? It's. Uh, dude, it's just water. Like, I guess people are drinking these seltzer oh, waters. Henry's now. that brand that makes like a, they make like a hard They'll just root take, beer maybe. I don't know, but they're made. They have not water. your father's root beer. It's that stuff. Yeah, I guess I'm just telling you that. I mean, so this is the shit that they're peddling. So right. You want water with like alcohol content. Yes. People drink to get drunk on if you want. Yes. Which sounds fucking insane. So it's like Henry hard water. It'll make you feel better. <laughs> you know, it's like every, don't believe you. I, everything. Okay. They had that one. Then a Clarendon commercial on what's Clarendon about directly out of idiocracy. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Clarendon's allergy medication. It, it's an allergy medicine. So it's, it's like, we'll make you feel better. There's a constant theme here, man. Okay. And nothing wrong with well, Clarendon. This is a man. sparkling flavored water to be clear though. I mean, it's not, I'm picturing like a water bottle, <laughs> right? Like that just sparkling like, flavored water. Are you eating bullshit right now, man? What's happening, man? Is it falling out of your mouth? I started researching. <laughs> Go ahead. Was, was, just everything's about making Clarendon? you feel better. Ikea, man. He's a buffer buying shit around your house to make you feel better the best was there was this weird ass almond joy commercial on man where it's like work sucks you're in hell eat something you know something sweet it'll make you feel better you know <laughs> there was a go basically saying what were they showing do you know it was like somebody office or somebody out in a construction site or it, no it was this dude in an office it was like a, a black dude in an office and he was like i'm fucking bored and then a mountain joy mountain almond joy pops in his hand and he's like fuck yeah this is cool he starts eating it and then this chick goes call me Call me. So well, you, you reminded me since um, the the office space thing. I had a thought earlier, really quick about sure. how um, you know I force my hound dogs to go outside during the day if it's nice because if they lay outside, at least there's environmental stimulants such as bugs, maybe a squirrel run by, some shit will happen. If they lay in the living room, nothing changes. So it's like okay, stimulant. And then I it's thought true. about the office Fresh space. Air, and I was like, maybe they should make it like there should be a company. I don't know if it'd be a company you could hire, but every once in a while, like somebody just like 
it's not guaranteed who, but like a bully's creeping around through the cubicles <laughs> and like he's <laughs> going to rip the chair out from under you or some shit like that. Okay. Like just to make, just to make your job a little bit. And I'm not saying all office space jobs suck. I don't want to stereotype it, but some people don't mind it. But if you got to be in there for a long time, it's got to suck. Hire a bully. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> Something like that. Like an office space bully. He's just like subcontracted in and every once in a while somebody gets like a, a little light beat down Dude. or whooping or a chair pulled out. I got a much better idea, man. Like You're- the office space predator. Have you, have you ever played Candy Crush? No. Way better, man. It's way better. You win little jewels. What do you do on Candy Crush? That's what know. you do? I've never played it. That was an ex-commercial. There was a commercial that came on for Candy Crush and then the, where they were just like, you're bored. Feel better by getting little awards and blinking lights. You know, they're all about <laughs> feeling better, man. I think I've seen that commercial. I didn't get it. I was like, what the hell is yeah, this shit? I don't know, it's like man. like too simple. Yeah. So I, don't know, I was just tripping out. The last one they had, like, it was a six pack of commercials that came on. The last one was a life insurance commercial that comes on. And it's just like, you know, when you die, don't worry about it, man. Your family would get a bunch of money. You'll feel better. <laughs> it makes you feel better, man. And I was just like, dude, what the fuck is happening here, man? It's like the TV just promises that everything they do is going to make you feel better. Man. It's all going to be better. Just send more money. Fuck you, buddy. <sighs> All right. Yeah. That's Somebody my favorite tool song. Scott, a kill your television shirt to the DJ. <laughs> Let's take a break, man. We'll be back, guys. We've got some news, a little bit of more what's going on coming up, and we'll be back. Yeah. Let's do it. but they got it. Now you got to go somewhere else because they won't quit as long as it will get you high. Rippers will keep on living the lie. Growing alien blue was frosting up pink. But I won't get to smoke it because of Bud Thieves. Bud Thieves. It's pointful. I'm like, we're talking about everything from chicken shit to TV commercial. I'm, I don't think rambling's a bad adjective. I was like, rambling, you're supposed to. Yeah, there's not really any point in rambling, is there, man? We were conversing, man. I hope we you guys let us point. know. <laughs> All right, man. What's up with the uh, fall prohibition? Where's this happening at? Ann Arbor, Michigan? Yes. Thanks to Jeff for uh, sending these cool pictures, man. There was a hash bash in Ann Arbor, Michigan, the annual <laughs> hash bash. bash. It's fucking cool as hell, man. I like that. Yeah. My buddy's from Ann Arbor and uh, it, just respect, man. Really cool culture going on there. Um, so, yeah. So he sent us a bunch of pictures. He's hanging with George from Blow. Look, Thanks man. for rocking the DGC shirt there, buddy. Dude, he's rocking the DGC shirt with George from Blow, man. That is fucking cool. Oh, he was the uh, That's the, guy the dude, that man. That's the real arrested. dude. Yeah. Made some bad, poor decisions, we'll say. Georgie Fishscale. Who said that? Somebody <laughs> said that on uh, about Robert Plattshorn. They called him Robbie Fishscale. Bobby Tuna? You talking about Bobby oh, Tuna? Bobby Fishscale. That's what they called him. Yeah. Bobby Tuna gang. Uh-huh. Go down there to Florida City. Get yourself some... Square group us anyway. Cannabis oh calendar, God. Emerald Emerald Cup. Why is the Emerald Cup on here? Uh, because the, the Emerald, Emerald Cup's Cup been looks... done. 
What? No, because oh, what Fish Ganja guy told me was he goes, dude, okay. if, if you really want to come to a cannabis event, he, he, he was kind of negative. He said, San Bernardino kind of sucks, which I have heard. San Bernardino is not the nicest place in the world. But um, I heard that the Emerald Cup is fucking nice, man. You know, I heard it's a really cool event. So maybe that's the I mean, event. Just to go even to. due to its locations up in the uh, Emerald Triangle, I believe. Right. Isn't that what they call it up there? And yeah. this is a. Uh, it's just I hard. Mean, we're all, Go, go ahead. I'm sorry, man. I'm just on their website and it just says verify your age. It says you must be 21 to enter. And there's a green thing that says I'm over 21 and a black thing that says I'm under 21. Leave. <laughs> I mean, this, somebody ought to be fucking like, I don't know. Just, that's the dumbest thing I've ever fucking seen. Got to cover their ass. How man. is that? I'm just saying the law doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, this happens in December. It looks like I've, it's an annual event. I've always heard good things about this. Um, out in Sonoma County, there, uh, good location. So not too far, right out of uh, San Fran. I yeah. shouldn't say not too far, but a, a little grip. But yeah, we should try and hit that shit up next year. Absolutely. Great. All right. Uh, moving on to social media, man. Who would you have? Oh, oh did you put this up here? Yeah, just last week's question was who would you have on the cover of Dope Magazine if you could? And I like Stabby McStabwood, okay? He's one of the new guys that shows up with that weird-ass name. I don't know what to make of it, but he's funny as fuck, <laughs> man. Put Jeff Sessions on the cover. He's the biggest dope I know of. I just need, <laughs> I just need him that, caricaturized man. as uh, Elmer Fudd. I'm telling you, it doesn't take much, man. Didn't take my, I put him on my t-shirt. to do man. is make it un- uncertainty there, Mr. Sessions. That's what was covered. A Rolling Stone had covered um, an article or had uh, the governor, Hickenlooper, in an article, Rolling Stone magazine, there asking him about cannabis, of course, in Colorado and Jeff Sessions. And he's like, I talked with Jeff Sessions a couple of times. He just wants to make sure everybody thinks that they're, they're, everything's a little uncertain. Right. But he's like, he's not going after cannabis. He knows there's human trafficking. There's heroin. There's meth. He knows all this shit. He's focused focusing on that, but it sucks that he won't come out and be like, okay, guys, it's definitely good. He just wants to leave you a little uncertain. Sucks he won't tell us exactly what he's thinking, man. That's like playing games. With yeah, you never, you never know if he just wants to let you do whatever you want to do or if he's uh, trying to hang you for it. True. The feds yes. will give you a very long rope to hang yourself with, man. A great way to play around with millions of dollars on the table of investment money and investors' money and all that. Yes. Anyway. What do we got over on uh, Irie Movie Night, man? Dude, it's not a movie because I don't like his movie, all right? But I put Ollie G on for my kid yesterday, man. Um, and my, I don't know. I just wanted to fuck with her, man. So I put on, remember the Ollie G show that was on HBO maybe 10, 15 years ago? Dude, that's the best shit. Like maybe that I would say and Kenny Powers are like two of the best characters that have ever been created, man. Just so fucking funny, man. That guy what was his hilarious. style of comedy? He's like he just pretends he's like this super dumb ghetto guy and he, he interviewed Trump. He's got a fucking interview with Trump and on it, there, it's man. It's Sasha Baron Cohen. That's the same guy that did Borat. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. And it is fucking hilarious, man. I mean, dude, everything about it is great. So if you don't know about the I like I saw this movie movie in the house that he tried to do and it sucked but man the ollie g show every one of those is fucking good as far as i'm concerned man i have seen some of them i've seen the borat i don't know if i fully understood or was on board with this style of comedy <laughs> wait dude, wait dude. remember remember the scene in borat when they're at the like uh rodeo and he's basically sings the national anthem and it's like george bush is gonna drink the blood of all the terrorists and everyone starts screaming <laughs> come on that's, that's great that's salem virginia that's 45 minutes away from where i'm oh, from that's awesome and it, it was not like like the whole town like was they were really pissed about that afterwards i bet is it like 45 minutes in an airplane to anywhere where you're from dude because i noticed you're 45 minutes away there, from a lot of shit there's man. a lot of there's a lot of shit do you know where it's 45 minutes away from my place in labelle what a fucking quickie mart, man! A Swanee nice. Swifty, all right. Jesus, man, and a Walmart. All Is right, a poo, a poo work there. <laughs> hey, yes, you're gonna racialist, man. Hey, anyway. they've actually the Simpson addressed that like in the last episode. That's why it's not oh, funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got over in YouTube, man. Milkweed, also known as Urban Cowboy, mm. uh, says. Been been racking my brain on how to get seeds back to Texas. Maybe dump them in the bottom of a Skittles bag and just walk through security. Been over 20 years since I've flown. Whoa. And I'm not sure what to expect. 
I've yeah, heard this if you're is a lucky, trip, right? I heard if you're lucky, a hot chick will give you a pat down. Even All if right. they're not hot, man, just don't look at them. Mm. <laughs> well, <clears throat> if I was him and I was taking back any vegetable seeds, like I wouldn't be sweating. It's so easy to say that much. Man. Let's no just one... all give some ideas, man. It's, it's all really, first off, you can just mail them back to yourself. You know, if you just take something with an envelope, you know and I mean? Even like cardboard is corrugated. You can shove them in the corrugation. I've had it done that way. I literally just little plastic seed packs, uh, got a t-shirt or I know someone that sure. got a t-shirt and duct tape, just the plastic on the inside of the t-shirt, roll the t-shirt up and just mail the t-shirt. Yeah, we're not talking about cannabis seeds. We're talking about a way to send any type of seeds so they don't get crushed, sir. And I mean, yeah, you got to do, you got to do what you got to do to get your heirloom tomatoes back home. Yeah. Know? Or your hot peppers, man. But uh, yeah. And think about all the guys, by the way, my buddy Pepper Joe has a business of selling seeds. He sends packets of seeds all over the country, all over the world, man. The people aren't going and checking to make sure that every packet of those is, is, Wait, are those weed seeds? <laughs> yeah, is there a pack yeah, of weed I, mean, I can't prove that really until I've grown it to, to its full, full life to even be able to tell if it's a weed weed and, seed. And if I bust them, I can't really, you know, we're not going to prosecute them anyway. I just got to throw them away. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's not really a lot of incentive in trying to bust. So my point is, don't be, don't be paranoid about it. It's cool. I, I'm actually honored you're coming out. First time flying in 20 years to come to the DGC yeah. Cup, man. That's my man throwing down right there. So don't yeah. worry about it, man. It's all good. And there'll be uh, definitely some seeds to be had. At yeah. The event. When you go through security, put them in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Just don't make it weird. Like, <laughs> yeah, just keep them as it is. And I'd say, I would say that they're just hemp seeds. I was out at the Colorado Hemp Fest. I just had it, man. I had to pick my, some new hemp. Yeah. I'm going to about that. Yeah. Anyway. Can I have my pad down news. now? Quick news here. Oh, hot off the press. Yes, sir. Found this during the break. Man in hospital after eating world's hottest chili. <laughs> no. <Whoa. laughs> Did this happen? What, what is the new hot? What is the hottest? Oh, this, it's a Carolina, Carolina Reaper. Reaper. Oh, they suck. It's yeah. about 45 minutes away from where <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Dude, nice. He had experiencing thunderclap headaches. And in quotations, the crushingly Painful headaches came on in the next few days after eating the pepper. Thunderclap's no joke, bro. <laughs> yeah, you you know the rating system? <laughs> Damn. Oh, right. man. Maybe you should not eat Carolina Reapers that are 1,569,300 Scoville units. Heat units. Maybe not. A jalapeno, for comparison examples, is 2,500 to 8,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, meow. <laughs> All right. I tell your girlfriend you got the thunderclap from a hot pepper, man. Good luck on that one. Wait, no. It, it, okay, the the Carolina Reaper here. It's giving some facts about it. It was created by Ed Curry from the Pucker Butt Pepper Company in ah, South Carolina yep. over ten years ago. Yeah. Well, Pucker that makes butt. sense then. <laughs> the Pucker Butt Pepper Company are known for their strong strains of peppers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to uh, the got, San brother? Francisco Chronicle here. I want to go to that story. Yes. Wine veteran hopes to elevate cannabis with wine and food pairings. Hey, can do I you say read on really or do you say bullshit now? I can't tell if the San Francisco Chronicle is like a real paper from a long time ago or just a fucking cannabis paper, man. Because I would name my paper the Chronicle, you know? <laughs> is it real? Is it a legitimate paper? I think it's definitely legitimate. Uh, this is, We're looking at a picture of some, I don't know, new millennium chick looking swanky. I don't know how to describe it. Talking to some people at an event. She seems uh, nice. You said she seems nice. She does. That's how Scott says she's hot. All right. <laughs> February dinner party um, in San Francisco. The classic wine pairing dinner got an upgrade. The theme was a herbal romance and the love affair was squarely with cannabis. So they're trying to say, I mean, that I wanted to just raise the question. Do you think you can pair cannabis with certain types of food even at all? I yes. don't know about that. Yes, I do. Give me an example. Um <laughs> I'm just thinking of all stoner. You get right high now. and you get Twinkies, you, just, you wanted to go to the Dorito stereotype. No, yeah, I did. I just fucking around, but I don't know. Doesn't yeah? I would say you'd probably have to cleanse your palate, but to get really high, it does make you kind of slow down and consider things. So I think if that's what you're trying to do when you taste things, right? Is get in touch with your your you know sense, senses and your you know how something makes you feel and how it tastes and how it smells. And I think you know you don't want to just smoke a joint and walk inside and eat something because everything's going to 
doesn't taste like weed. I mean, th- there's almost a science to all the like wine and food pairing stuff anyways, where it's pairing flavors and flavors can pretty much be boiled down to flavonoids, okay. terpenes and secondary metabolites like that to the point that pretty much adding cannabis to it is just adding terpenes and flavonoids to something they already have like a, a, green a way carrier. they like to a pre yeah what do you green say carrier. when somebody tells you there's almost a science to this hey it's almost scientific. no it's man. actually this is called molecular <laughs> gastronomy there the we thing go, is man. like you could get obviously people know uh cannabis can stimulate appetite it happens in people whether you're you know somebody going through a um with cancer chemotherapy sure. or it's just in general you're just a person i have also found that when you get high you can forget you're hungry and forget to eat. I know that's happened to you, Scott. You sat down to do the show and be like, oh, shit, I, I forgot to eat. <laughs> Sometimes it can delay hunger. I I think more work needs to be done. I think what they're doing, though, they get she gets 100, 150 guests together for a four-course meal, which is a very professional job of telling them um, we're going to try and pair it with this. Either way, it's like-minded people. They're having fun with it. Are they you know, all smoking? Good, These guys are all smoking. Um, they're using infused things. I don't believe they're all smoking. It goes during the first course. Here's an example. The first course of albacore tuna crudo. Evans encouraged <laughs> diners to self-dose with drops of olive oil. One millimeter of pot de, hu- de huli, I don't know, contains one. <laughs> yes. Fish guide guy virtual high five. <laughs> Uh, contains one milligram of THC and CBD, the psychoactive and non-psychoactive components of the plant. So she says, go slow. Start slow and don't overdo it. You know, so one drop. What is that that they said? I don't know, but it's one co- millimeter. Here we go. One mil contains one milligram of THC. So let's break this down to Scotty at the dinner table. You're trying to maybe do a 200 milligram edible and people are getting pissed at you because you're not passing the uh, dropper. I'm just <laughs> you're not supposed to just take the whole thing, and put it in your mouth, man. But I don't know, man. But what's the, I think edibles are a lot different. You know, I'd rather go out and you know, smoke a joint or something like and that. And not have the delay. I Eat mean, something the, to cleanse the palate, you know, let them, you know, do whatever the hell they do for that. And then go try different flavors and you're immediately stoned and you're going, oh my God, even if you're not uh, used to being really that stoned, I'll bet you things are going to taste fucking awesome. I'm going to stereotype being stoned that say that man yeah it can enhance enjoyment and flavors yep. for sure nice words sure. man you and your words dude all right so let's get out of the news and get on to uh what you got before we put in the bag we got what's going on in social media oh, bro yeah. we always got thank you because people teach us things here man russ at russell j fenton and twitter told us that muggles okay is not just a person who cannot do magic guru it is a slang term for cannabis used back in the 30s by the jazz musicians and he's right man i remember that now that i think about it man can you use it in a sentence for me um yo man we're gonna go score some muggles man get fucking high how'd i do oh, so now you're just saying all the jazz musicians are stoners uh, How do you think know. they made such good no. music? <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about? <laughs> oh man, some of that shit, man. Some of it is like my conversation skills, where it's just a guy just spitting out words or just spitting out notes, and it don't go nowhere, but it just keeps going, and it's good. And you want this job? Turkey keep playing the sax, and we we'll get up on some muggles tonight, bitch. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he would get right. kicked out of any jazz club. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Instagram. What's up with Master Master Orochi? <laughs> Um, yeah, I was just searching Instagram yesterday, man. Fucking check this out really quick, man. It uh, says uh, 17% return, <laughs> my highest so far. And uh, it's alien versus triangle, flower rosin. Uh, it's beautiful, man. Dude, so, this is exactly what that other GTC cat was talking about. Like, right? you guys making your gooey booger looking, dripping <laughs> That looks like a booger right there, man. But what he says, I thought this was interesting because we've all been talking about this. I barely smoked in the past week, mostly been using my rosin, and I totally noticed a difference in my cough. I mean, cool. man, if you smoke you know, a few joints a day, if you're hanging out as a grower all day long and you're lucky enough to be a grower that gets to smoke at work jesus christ man you can smoke a shitload of weed man and you will have a fucking cough bong cough is a real thing so i'm I'm experimenting with these dabs man although i do have my bong back today right on master roachy it does look good i have to get uh we gotta hook up with a rosin man that's a company yet that's next on our list we gotta hook up with a rosin press because i would like to be able to because rosin does again always my question works fine on coils and pens or no uh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's the same thing, man. It's just, I don't know what, what's the return with rosin? It doesn't look like you get the same kind of return, man. Anybody know? Uh, he's uh, saying 17% here. So and, not, and, and a lot of that bad. is go ahead and smoke. It's strain dependent. Um, 
hundred yep. percent. Not a hundred percent, but very strain dependent. I've heard some really return well. They both. And also, it. how fresh is it? How fresh is your material? I heard is important. All kinds of jazz, man. All kinds of jazz with those jazz guys. Get the old muggles. Right. <laughs> anyway, let's put it in the bag here, guys. We will return with the next show with some grow talk for you. Is the plan, and then see you guys coming up the cup soon. Yes. Other than that, man, I gotta, I gotta go look at my list and check it twice. Stay high, get higher, have fun, guys. Keep it real. Peace out. Take her easy, dude. Come on, let's shout, shout out, out some some of our peeps, man. How about Fleetline Dave, and don't forget, hey buddy, Shane Turp and Frosty McNuggets and Fish Ganja Guy. What's up? And Astromeda Grows. <laughs> Asmodeus. Asmodeus. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's Freudian, man, from Fish Ganja Guy. Me and him were having a conversation. To the road, Jeff, and Tim Hop. And don't forget Chris Gravel. Oh, I will not forget Chris Gravel. No way, man. Later. Take her easy, dude. Uh-huh. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break. That means we're lighting up a dude It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep the buzz on, on, on It's just weed It's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads and natural medicine Go ahead and try something new It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep the good vibes on It's just weed It's just weed I like to smoke it all day long Get away.